This week's episode contains binaural recordings. Listen with headphones if you can. Sounds curious. Hey there, welcome back to the Sounds Curious podcast. So a while back, well, not that far back, in the episode on the psychologically ultimate seashore, I played this recording that you're hearing now. And it sparked a memory in me, a really powerful one. But it wasn't until I got to do a little research and dug out a bunch more recordings that were out there online, mostly in Radio Apparee. In fact, it was this one that you're hearing right now. Adventurous podcast listeners, we are not just sounds curious because we love sounds. We are also sounds curious because we are incredibly curious people by nature. And one of my earliest memories of curiosity around sound and hearing, one of the first sounds that really, I remember really stopping me in my tracks, such as they were at that moment, and making me really ponder the nature of what was going on was the first time that I heard the sound that you're listening to right now. And it wasn't a sound that I was able to hear again in recordings until a whole lot later. So as a young kid with a lot of curiosity about music and sound and art, There wasn't a lot of quiet in my early life, but I lived really close to Long Island Sound, which is in the northeast of the United States. And it's a sound, so it's a protected area of the ocean, so there's not really a lot of waves there. Some waves crashing on the shore, very nice at high tide. Low tide, not so much. We had sandbars and stuff. We did have... When you got out there in the water, the whole world kind of changes once you're out far enough away from shore. It gets quiet. You hear the wind and the seagulls, the little tiny waves that splash around you with the slightest breeze. And my favorite moment of getting into the water And I did it long past the time that it was too cold for everybody else. Was when I sunk my ears under the surface and started hearing this sound. So today we return to the source of a long romance with sound and recording by covering a not very recent 
invention, but something certainly that not a lot of people are familiar with, and that is the hydrophone. Now, a hydrophone is a generic name for any microphone that is able to change pressure signals into audio signals. So the technical term for that is piezoelectric. But nonetheless, the sound that struck me the moment that my head submerged in the water was that clicking sound. And when I was really young, I thought maybe it was boats or people moving. Uh, I think my earliest explanation was that it must be crabs uh, because they had little pinchers and that sound sounded an awful lot like pinchers. What I discovered in the years since, time that I spent as a young research fellow at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association Research Center in Milford, Connecticut as a NOAA fellow while I was an undergraduate, I learned that this was the incredibly complex language of fish and other underwater creatures. And part of the reason that I really, really enjoy that sound even more today than I did way back when is that now I know that there's a whole world of conversation that's happening just below the surface. And if I listen in, it tells me all sorts of things about who's there and what's going on. And for me, I don't know about you, but for me, the idea of discovering a hidden world just underneath the surface, well, that's every nerdy kid's dream. And for me, I found it just under the surface of the water. And thank heaven for the people over at Radio Appery and all those great field recording artists who link their field recordings there for all of us to enjoy. I get to take an under-the-sea tour of my fish brethren every time I head over to that site. So hydrophones are able to use transducers, again, something that changes a pressure signal into a sound wave so that we can hear into this conversation. 
Now, the one that you're hearing now isn't even fish. That's a recording done by a field recording artist using a hydrophone in a tidal pool, one of those little pools of water on the rocks. These are limpets and periwinkles. Small little animals adhere to the side of the rocks. And this is a recording of them conversing. If you were ever a kid who stuck your ears into a tide pool, you know that this is what they sound like. This is the sound of a community chit-chatting. Limpets and periwinkles, little crustaceans we probably wouldn't even give a second glance to, have a very complex inner life of communication. And this is before we even get to the mammals out there in the waters. Now here in the United States right now, we're thinking an awful lot about water because, well, for a lot of reasons. Floods back east and severe drought in the west. Many of our cities in the middle of the country dealing with poisoned water. We have a gathering of tribal nations standing against a, an oil pipeline that would threaten the water. If you know anything about the, the nations that are involved, particularly the Lakota people, in the Lakota language, water is referred to with a phrase rather than a word often. It is mini wichoni. Water is life. And that's largely because water is the first medium that we encounter in our lives. We grow in the water of the womb. It is one of the first elements of this earth that you thank in traditional ceremonial culture. It is always water of life. Water carries life. Water is the vast majority of our physical bodies and certainly one of the most ubiquitous molecules that we all enjoy but it also carries sound very differently part of the reason that we don't really think about all of the conversations that are going on out there in the water is because we hear them very differently we don't hear them as waves through the air If it's possible, it's an even more intimate experience of listening than that. 
When you put your ears under the water, you're listening to pressure waves released by all of these creatures or the movement of the water itself through plants and rocks. And the hydrophone has allowed us to recreate that experience so that I can sit here in my studio with my headphones on and feel the pressure against my eardrums the way I do when it first rushes into my ears. When I submerge my head in the ocean or in a river, pond or a lake, and start to listen to those sound waves that come rushing into my ears up against my eardrum that are carried by the water, water of life. So in honor of the water of life, we are listening deeply under the surface today, celebrating piezoelectric transducers because they allow us our ears to travel into places that were previously only experienced live, really. They bring more of this big beautiful world into our ears and hopefully spark our curiosity. Now, recently in one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Mysterious Universe out of Australia, love you guys, they had a great interview with the author of a book called What a Fish Knows, The Inner Lives of Our Underwater Cousins. The author is Jonathan Balcom, and I found that interview to be particularly moving because as primates who tend to occupy the land, we tend to be very neglectful of the kinds of beauty that can be found in the water. And we certainly have a natural, I, I think, built-in prejudice against creatures who seem so different from ourselves. That is, I guess, mermaids and mermen aside. So while Mysterious Universe is normally a podcast that talks about, oh, all sorts of things from the strange and the weird futurology and aliens and ghosts and all sorts of paranormal and strange topics, discussing the world of fish is in many ways just as alien, which should tell us something. So in honor of all of those brave First Nations and tribal peoples who have assembled to stand against this pipeline and protect this water, we are dipping our ears under the surface to listen in to the beauty To the chorus that's happening always underneath that surface. 
the civilizations that communicate daily. They just do it in the water instead of the air where we are. Now back at the opening I mentioned that the recording that I played back for the Psychologically Ultimate Seashore episode was the one that sparked this curiosity. And it's because it was the field recording that I presented, which was done by hydrophones that were dipped into a canal in Utrecht in the Netherlands. That's a city that I love. I've spent some time there and done some talks at the university and several conferences, and it's a beautiful, beautiful city. And the idea that I heard that sound of fish in the canals of a city... It had never occurred to me that there were fish who were denizens of the city. And the field recording artists who dipped their hydrophones into the canal and captured simultaneously the sounds of a street, of of people, of human habitation, of buildings, of transportation, of all of those things. And underneath was the sound of my old friends. The sounds of the fish. Strange how something so simple could be such a an enormous revelation. That the world that I perceived was not the world as it was in its entirety. And so from here on out, podcast listeners, I will never be able to walk over a canal in the Netherlands without looking down into the water to see if I can caps, capture a glimpse physically or capture a glimpse visually of those fish that I heard in those hydrophones. So, of course, understanding that it is the feeling of the pressure of those signals against the eardrum when the sound is down in your ear canals and right up against that eardrum so the pressure signals are transferring directly. Since it's that feeling that a piezoelectric transducer is a great big word, allows you to hear by translating the signals from the water 
into your eardrums. Of course, immediately I have to be curious about what this might sound like if you're trying to record in other environments. What does a hydrophone sound like on land? Well, of course I didn't need to look very far. Over at Radio Appery, one of the field recording artists had used a couple of hydrophones and a contact microphone on a shortwave antenna. Same principle, but the sound, oh my gosh, couldn't be more different.
realize that is just a recording of a shortwave antenna with a couple of microphones that have piezoelectric transducers strapped to it and the wind blowing. If you had, you know, sat me down on a concert hall and played that for me, I would have assumed it was a piece of music that someone had created. Amazing to think about how just the right microphone can make music happen all around us in the most unexpected ways. That is certainly true if we think instead of bodies of water, lakes and rivers and the oceans, if instead we think about rain, water from the sky, something that coming from Southern California always gets my attention because it's such a rarity. What does it sound like if water is falling on a microphone? Well, sounds curious. We never have to be curious long because of course there's a field recording artist out there on Radio Appery who recorded it for us. Now, in my mind, you would be perfectly justified in hearing that last audio selection like a really interesting contemporary percussion score. But it was the natural symphony of waters falling from the sky brought to our ears by the piezoelectric transducer, microphone that translates pressure into audio signals. So listeners, we're going to close out today's recording with a really long field recording, the one that you're listening to now. It was made in a harbor, again with hydrophones, and it captures the the natural sounds of the water and the human-made sounds of traffic 
in the magical world that is waiting for us if we'll simply submerge our ears for a minute. Our everyday world takes on a almost a supernatural aspect when we begin to think about how little of the sound that's all around us actually reaches our ears. So next time you have the chance to submerge your head and just listen for a while. Remember the underwater cousins, the fish, the mammals, the the crustaceans that are chattering away just under the surface. Remember water of life. And do whatever you can to protect it because there's only so much to go around. How much would we lose if in the future, when little kids submerge their heads, all they heard was the engines of the boats, not the fish talking to them. And as always, links to all these recordings and the topics that we cover today are over at BansheeMedia.com. You take care. We'll catch you soon for your next Sounds Curious.